Well, hi there, friends. Welcome to Scattered People number 12. We are going through the book of Acts together. I'm trying to help you to meet with God in the midst of a season where many people are under coronavirus lockdown. And uh, we're taking this as a spiritual hiatus, the spiritual retreat that we always intended to have but never quite got round to. We are seeing this season as something that God is doing and is wanting to give us a chance to reflect. So in order to help you in these scattered people videos, um, I'm essentially trying to help you to understand what God says about Christianity and about the church in the book of Acts. I'm also prayerfully asking God to help me to prophesy into your life, my life, our current situation. So uh, if you grab a Bible, we're going to look at the final two verses of Acts 2 together. Uh, we've been doing this, this is, this is number 12 of, uh, of the Scattered People series so far. We're going to keep going all the way through the book of Acts. I don't know how long this season's going to last, but I'm going to keep going as long as it does last. And so um, uh, yesterday we were looking at the description of the first church after the day of Pentecost. And we were looking at the priorities that they had. It says they devoted themselves to a certain number of things. And so yesterday we looked at the first few, uh, first four or five verses, uh, which basically describe the things that they did that we can still do in this season. So if you missed that one, I would really encourage you, watch Scattered People number 11, which is all around what can we be devoting ourselves in this too, in this season that the early Christians knew that they should devote themselves to. I'm going to look at the last two verses today of Acts 2 and I'm going to look at things that we can't devote ourselves to in this season and uh, what I'm going to try and do is help you to see the importance of these things and uh, you know they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Well I think it is fair to say that in this season we are learning uh, the value of some things that we've taken for granted. I've taken some of my friends for granted. I'm discovering this. I really miss them. I hung out with them all the time and I love their company, but I don't I haven't valued their company as much as I should. Now I can't be with them as much as I want to. I really value their company. I can't wait to get back together. Well, there's something similar that we're going to look at in these two final verses of Acts 2. So let me read them to you and then I'll comment and then we'll pray together and it'll hopefully fuel your prayers today. Uh, Acts 2.46. Every day, every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courtyards. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Now there's something dangerous about this message today because I'm going to talk to you about all the things that I'm missing and I'm not, I'm not trying to make this lockdown harder for you but you're probably missing them as well so we might as well be honest with one another. I'll tell you something I'm missing. Every day they met together in the temple courtyards. They went to Solomon's Colonnade, which was one of the biggest outdoor spaces where you could meet in the city of Jerusalem. And they hung out there together every day. I am missing the large scale gatherings of the church. I'm enjoying our online services. I'm enjoying our Zoom prayer meetings. I'm enjoying our life groups through digital video uh, conferencing and so on. I'm loving it. But I'm looking forward to getting together with the big group of people for our Sunday services again. And you know what? Even as I'm missing that gathering, I'm asking myself questions like, 
how much do we value that gathering? I mean, it says they met every day. Well, the, yeah, I get that they met every day. Um, I don't know if it means every person was there every day. It might be that there were 3,120 people and every day some of them were gathering. I'm not, I'm not sure I read into this that we need to have a church service every day. Um, but what I do read into this is that they valued the Sunday church gathering. And so many of us were missing gathering on a Sunday. I'm just reflecting on how easy it can be for us to neglect gathering at times when we can. So easy to let a child sporting fixture or a particularly late Saturday night or, um, you know, a busy week and you want some, some you time or, you know, there's a family gathering and so you miss church on a Sunday morning. I'm just reflecting on do we appreciate just how important this is? I'm a church leader. And so I'm reflecting on some of the bigger questions. If we have a 90 minute service each Sunday and it's this important, are we using the 90 minutes in the way God wants us to use it? Are there things that we do that we just need to stop doing? Are there things that we're not doing we need to start doing? And uh, are there things that we're doing that we need to do slightly differently? My concern is I don't want us just to start meeting back as we always did. God's trying to speak to us. And I want to encourage you in this season, be praying into this thing, saying, I can't gather in, in the equivalent of the temple courtyards. God, please help me to grasp what you want me to do when these restrictions are lifted. It says they also broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. OK, well, there's a couple of things there. First, it talks about people inviting one another into their homes, particularly to eat. And in the ancient world, eating together was synonymous with deep friendship. It's why it says they ate with glad and sincere hearts. You can fake it at your church service on a Sunday, but when you invite people into your home, they see the real you. Do I make enough of the opportunities I have to, to show hospitality and just to hang out with Christian friends? I'm convicted in this season that I can often spend an evening working on email or a project or doing church stuff instead of being with church people. I'm hopefully going to change the way I allocate my time when we start meeting again. I think email has to be done during the day. It's what office hours are for. A lot of these projects have to be done in office hours. It's, it's why I'm on staff. But when the sun goes down, it's God's way of saying, relax. I want to start enjoying being with people in my home and their home more when we go back. I'm, I'm re-evaluating how I spend my time. And my, my big hope is that when we get back together, we'll be back, but not the same together. The other thing it talks about in the, that verse I just read to you is about breaking bread. In other words, it's not just eating, it's taking communion together. I'm convicted that when we take communion in our church gatherings, we can often, it can just become so mundane and commonplace and ritualistic and you eat the bread and you drink the wine, you hardly think about what it really means. Man, I'm learning a fresh appreciation for being in the same room as my brothers and sisters, being able to share from one loaf, drink from one cup together. I encourage you, be thinking that yourself as you're preparing for the moment where government restrictions are lifted can finally start meeting together in our churches again. It says that they met from house to house. Uh, I, I've definitely grown in this season in my love and appreciation for small groups. I've always been a huge life group fan uh, and we've always said I think as a church, an everyday church, we're not a church with life groups. 
we're a church of life groups. Well, I have learned that more and more in this season. I have been amazed at the life group leaders, the pastorate leaders who've risen to the occasion, who in this season where the, the, the church pastors couldn't gather everyone together, have pastored their people so well. When we get together again, I am going to gather back with a massively greater appreciation of small groups. I'm already talking with some people about starting a small group in my home, which is something I haven't done for a little while. I want to be a life group leader. I don't want to mature out of that as I grow as a as a as a lead pastor of a church. And then finally, it says uh, they were praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Now, I'm excited about the opportunities that we're having for evangelism whilst not in our buildings. I'm excited about the fact this coming Sunday is Easter Sunday. And I was planning and praying, how can I invite my friends to church for Easter Sunday, but knowing that most of them wouldn't come to church on Easter Sunday. Actually, it's easier than ever for me to invite some of the guys I'm meeting for a drink tonight, some of my non-Christian mates. I can invite them all via WhatsApp. I can say, this is the link. Come to our Easter Sunday services. My neighbours who I'm connecting with and I'm helping them and we're loving one another, I can send them all the links saying, hey, it's Easter Sunday. If you need a service, come to this. I'm excited about the opportunities for evangelism in this season. But I've got to tell you, I am really excited about the opportunities for when we can finally start being with people. I, we, we, we run prayer on the streets every month as a church. I haven't been. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that other people in the church are doing it, but I've never had time in my diary. I'm excited about the fact that I'm about to be able to do prayer on the streets because we'll be back on the streets again. I'm excited about the fact that I will be able to gather with non-believers frequently and just share the gospel face to face with them. See, I'm not lamenting the things we can't do in Acts 2, 46 and 47 but I am growing in my appreciation for what we can't do. And I encourage you to do the same as well. Uh, across today, just put on social media, hashtag scattered people, things that you see in these verses that you're missing and you want to pray into. And let's use it as our prayer list together. Let's pray, God, these are things I'm missing that uh, I, I maybe took them for granted, but I'm growing in my appreciation of just how important these things are. God, I really want to give myself to these things. Help me in this season to see how we should make the most of temple courts, house to house, communion, evangelistic opportunities, hanging out with non-believers face to face. Help me to grow in knowing how to do this so that when the restrictions are lifted, I'm good to go and I will be back, but not the same. Lord, I pray that you'll help us to do this. Pray for everyone watching this um, scattered people video today. I pray, Lord, that you will help us to do what it says here when we are allowed to do so. I pray in the meantime, help us to pray and appreciate and grow in our love for these things so that when we come back, we will, we will be back, but not the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I'll interact with you later. Uh, if you put a comment on the on the YouTube channel or on social media with scattered people, I'd love to connect with you about this message, but hopefully it's encouraged you and hopefully it's given you some things to pray about today. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow for some more scattered people.